Well, hello, and welcome to the Healthy Mom, Happy Home podcast, where we believe that when moms are healthy and happy, the entire home thrives. I'm Jenna, your host and fellow mom on a mission to empower, inspire, and uplift you all on your wellness journey. So my health journey began about 13 years ago, um, a little bit, um, well, actually, which I'll get into in a little bit long, long before that. But when I really started focusing on food was about 13 years ago. So my husband got sick. Um, and unfortunately doctor after doctor was not only, was not only unable to diagnose, but also unable to treat what he had going on. Um, he was in a lot of pain and no one knew why. And we were getting to the point where we were starting to feel a little hopeless and lost. Um, and then we came across a recommendation for a doctor that focused more on root cause health Um, and just really looking at more, um, how is your health overall rather than a diagnosis? Well, he did also look for a diagnosis, but, um, he also just seemed to care about my husband's overall health, um, and just kind of why this was happening. Even though he was never able to figure out exactly what was going on, um, he did make some lifestyle and dietary recommendations. And so basically it was like a whole food Mediterranean style diet, Um, and we started to see some change. Now our diet before that wasn't, wasn't terrible. I wouldn't say it was like the standard American diet. Um, it was kind of more, you know, um, just very like processed carbohydrate based. So we would do a lot of pastas and, um, rices and things like that. Um, but wasn't like the worst diet. I still cooked a lot of food from scratch, but, Um, there was definitely a lot more junk food in there than I even actually realized at the time. Um, so, uh, we started to see some change. Um, the pain was beginning to diminish and eventually over years of kind of tweaking the food and figuring out what works best for him, he's now living a mostly pain-free life. So I was floored, actually like amazed at the power of food, um, and just the power that it has to heal. But the really cool thing is, and this isn't even, that's not even the end of the story. Um, At the same time, so I was diagnosed with cancer at at 21 and I had thyroid cancer and it was a really slow growing cancer. Um, And the, it, it just, it just kept growing, albeit slowly, it just kept growing for about six years, um, before we changed our diet and, um, my, the, the type of cancer that I had, it wasn't responsive to, um, it wasn't responsive to the radiation. It wasn't really responsive to anything except for surgery, removing it. So I was having surgery to remove lymph nodes and cancer, cancer growth about like once a year at this point. Um, and it had even gotten to the point where it spread into my lungs and, um, so it's getting a little scary there, even though it was slow growing, it just kind of kept growing. So here's where I was floored again. So when we changed our diet, the cancer stopped growing at first. It was just, I went, I went in for a, a checkup and it was just kind of stagnant. It was like, Oh, there was no growth this year. Well, that's great. Um, but then the next year or the next six months, um, I went in for a checkup. It actually had stopped growing. And again, I was floored because food, it just, the power that it has to heal is incredible. Um, so I started researching and I really just couldn't stop. Um, eventually this led me down to a path to becoming a nutritional therapy practitioner. 
Since 2019, I have worked with hundreds of clients, helping them discover the power of food in their own lives and helping them in their journey toward optimal health. So my passion has, since I've been a nutritional therapy practitioner, has always been to help moms feel amazing so that they have, so that they're, they have the energy and so, and desire to be able to help their families thrive. That has always been my passion. So the purpose and the vision of this podcast is really to empower moms to prioritize their health and happiness, because when we do that, we're also able to take care of our families. It's like the whole put your oxygen mask on first, because if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not going to be able to take care of anyone else either. And, um, you know, really my, my passion as a nutritional therapy practitioner is kind of twofold because I, I want to be there for the moms, but I also having that cancer diagnosis at a young age, I want to, my passion is really for kids overall health as well and teaching them to, um, enjoy healthy food and real food. And, um, and even, I mean, there, there've been years where I did kids cooking classes because I just, the joy that I get from watching kids eat vegetables and healthy foods is just, is just amazing and incredible. So I want to be able to support moms because I think that if mom is not feeling well, she's not going to have the energy or the desire to be able to help their family thrive. So really it's, it's kind of a twofold uh, mission and purpose of this podcast is to support moms, to support their families so that we are all living the best life that we can and feeling the best that we can. So let's just jump right into the first episode. So this one's going to be a little bit shorter than the rest, but um, but stay tuned because we're going to have some really, really great um, interviews and I have some really great content lined up for you. So, um, so why is it even important to take care of yourself first? Well, let's go back to the oxygen mask. So if you're exhausted and low energy and just generally not feeling well, you don't have the energy to cook and clean and parent like you want to. This often leads to more stress and feelings of failure in the long run. And it really, it helps no one. So when my kids were younger, I had to take afternoon naps. Now I remember a lot of people saying like, oh, well, yeah, you know, you sleep when your kid sleeps. It was, it was different. Like I could not keep my eyes open literally at about 2 PM every day. I was just exhausted. And I remember like, all right, kids just go watch a show or, you know, I try to sleep when they slept or whatever, but I just, I had to sleep every single day at two o'clock. Um, and it just, it kind of made the, the whole rest of the day feel very stressful. Um, it made dinner time stressful. I, I didn't, I was kind of rushing to get things done after sleeping for an hour in the middle of the day. Um, I didn't have the patience to parent my kids like they deserve to be parented and love on them like they deserve to be loved on. I just, I felt like a tired failure. And, um, you know, I thought it was normal. I was kind of just walking around feeling like, oh, well, I guess this is just my, this is just my normal, um, feeling tired in the afternoons. And even if you, like, I was thinking back to other parts of my other times of my life. And I remember in college, um, and, and granted I was taking multiple classes. I mean, I was, I was like beyond a full load working two jobs, but again, like falling asleep in the middle of the student union in the afternoon. And, um, there were like hundreds of people around and I would just like lay down on a little couch and fall asleep for an hour or so. Um, but again, I kind of just thought it was normal. Like, um, you know, I'm busy and I didn't really think much of it. I just took my afternoon naps and, 
call the good. Um, and then after college, um, that actually continued. I had a job where I drove around, um, I did sales and, um, I would go and meet with my clients in the morning and then go meet with afternoon clients and then not be able to keep my eyes open. And so I would go find a parking lot and go like put my chair down and go sleep in the afternoons in the parking lot. And again, just kind of didn't really think much of it. I just thought it was normal. So, you know, fast forward to being a stay at home mom and having kids and, um, and that's when I started sleeping in the afternoons. And again, just thought that that was normal. Um, and so it was always like this, this afternoon lag of energy was always like a very normal part of my life. Um, so I, I didn't really think much of it. I just, I knew that it wasn't, it didn't make me feel good. It didn't make me feel like I felt like I was wasting time. I felt like I, I couldn't do what I needed to do. Um, and I just, I just realized that I had to do something. So I did a few things. I started to go to bed earlier. Um, and that one really <laughs> probably should have been obvious. Um, that helped. Uh, so just prioritizing sleep. Um, I also started to make sure that I was taking as much time to prepare my own food as I was my kids' food. So again, I'm, I'm passionate about family nutrition, passionate about kids eating well. So I made sure that my kids ate well and they were eating a balanced meal, but I would like take little bites of their food as I was prepping it or, um, you know, eat whatever was left on their plate or, um, just not really thinking about my health, um, as intentionally as I really probably should have. Um, so I was kind of just like popping quick food into my mouth here and there, um, throughout the day. Um, so after becoming a nutritional therapy practitioner, I, realize the importance of making sure that I was getting enough protein and fat. I think I was eating way too many carbohydrates, even if they were healthy carbohydrates, way too many. And the carbohydrates, those are like your, that's like your quick fuel. Um, and so it gives you energy, um, in the short term, but it doesn't last very long. And in fact, you often end up having a major energy crash, which I think is what was happening to me in the afternoons is that my energy levels were just crashing. You know, in college I was doing like bagels and um, mochas. So that makes a lot of sense why I was having an energy dip in the afternoon. Um, but then, you know, even um, as a young mom, I was maybe doing like oatmeal and berries and things like that, which, you know, are can be really healthy foods. But um, but for for me, they were causing just this blood sugar roller coaster um, in the morning. And so um, for for me, I started to make sure that because oats are carbohydrates, that's a very quick fuel. Berries or carbohydrates, that's a quick fuel. So um, I started adding in some protein and some fat to my oatmeal or, you know, starting the day with eggs and sausage or just starting the, or a smoothie, making sure that I was adding more protein into that. And um, all of those things together, and I think a lot of it was really making sure that I was getting the protein and fat, but all of those things together helped my energy levels tremendously. And I don't know when it happened, but one day I woke up and I was like, wow, I'm not, I'm not taking afternoon naps anymore. What is happening? Um, and again, just floored at the power of food. There's a theme here. I should call this episode floored at the power of food. Um, well, and sleep too. I, I know that the sleep helps too. Prioritizing sleep is a big deal. So when we think about um, holistic living for moms, um, this includes 
Um, Not only the food that we eat, even though I just said I was going to call this episode the power of food, but it also is really our environment too. So the media that we consume, the people that we spend our time with, the movement that we incorporate into our day, um, that too is holistic living. So um, are you, are you walking? Are you, um, making sure that you're moving your body every day or you sitting down all day long? Because that makes a big difference too. Um, so taking care of ourselves and our families well means that we are moving forward toward becoming healthier physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And these are all areas that I am so excited to explore on this podcast. Um, so just to give you all some practical tips for, mom self-care. And now I know um, you probably know a lot of these, um, but sometimes we just need to hear it again. So um, sleep, guard your sleep. Your sleep is so important. So many amazing things are happening when you sleep. Um, Your body is detoxifying. Your body is repairing. um, You're getting refreshed for the next day. Um, And I recommend about seven to nine hours a night. Um, So you know, do the math backward. If you're having to wake up at 6am, you're going to bed at 10. Um, and, and if you're having a hard time falling asleep at night, um, one of the things that you can do is just getting early morning sunlight. So as soon as you wake up, take a step outside, walk around a little bit, get some early morning sunlight that can really help. And then, um, also in the evenings, you know, if you're, if you're watching TV or, um, on your computer or phone late into the evening, getting some blue light blockers just to, um, block some of that blue light. You want that blue light in the morning, which is why getting some early morning sun is great, but you don't want that at night. That makes your body think, Oh, it's time to be awake. So, um, if you, if you lay down and you're having a really hard time sleeping, um, check those two things. That's just one real quick tip on that. And we will have an episode on sleep too, um, because it's so important. And I have a, a, a colleague that is a sleep expert that I would love to bring on to chat with you guys a little bit more about that too. Um, another, another practical tip is eating enough food. So, um, a lot of moms are not eating enough and maybe it's because you're doing what I was doing where, you know, we're just eating little bits of our kids food here and there. Um, maybe it's because we're dieting all the time, (laughs) maybe because hormones have changed over the years and we're unable to lose weight. Um, but a lot of people are not eating enough food. So if you've ever done like a macronutrient calculator where you can track your, your protein, fat and carbohydrates and total caloric intake for a day, Um, and you're getting under 1500 calories, you're not eating enough food. So, um, it, I always recommend if you're, if you're wondering, um, if you're low energy or you're not feeling great or something's feeling off, track your calories for a day or two, see how much you're getting and shoot for at least 1500. And I think that's a minimum depending on your activity levels. But, um, but then also just making sure that you're getting enough protein and fat at every meal too. Cause you could be like me where, you know, you're eating a lot of healthy food, but maybe you're not getting enough protein and fat and that will really impact your energy levels and your ability to, um, to thrive as a mom. Another practical tip for mom self care is getting into nature when you can. So even if you live in the city or you live, um, you know, in a place where it rains a lot, 
um, put on your rain. That's right. I live in a place where it rains a lot. So I put on my rain boots and my, I bring my umbrella or, um, actually usually don't do an umbrella unless it's really bad, but, um, or if my hair is straight, I'm not going to I'm not going to ruin that with the rain. So then I'll use an umbrella, but you know, put on your raincoat and walk outside and make it happen. Um, you maybe sit out on a, on a covered porch and listen to the rain or watch the snowfall. Um, but getting out into nature can be really impactful too. Um, and then if you live in a place where it's nice, well, you really have no excuse. So getting out into the nature, um, just, it helps to clear the mind, but it also, um, you know, you get that early morning sunlight in your eyes if you get out first thing in the morning. And nature is just healing all around. Um, another practical tip for mom self-care is prayer for me. Um, praying. So recognizing that I cannot do this on my own, <laughs> that I need help. Um, and taking the time to pray and having morning devotions and time in my Bible. It's essential for my spiritual health. It's essential for my ability to parent well, because if I try to do it all on my own, I will fail. Um, but I know that if I take the time to, to pray and, um, to be encouraged in, in God's word, that, that, that is, that is essential for, for my self-care that is going to help me to, um, get my mindset right and to be able to focus on my family and, um, to serve them well and love them well. So another, um, practical self tip or practical tip for mom self-care is daily movement, um, daily. So our bodies were made to move. We are not made to sit around all day. We're not made to sit around, um, on our phones all day and sit around on the couch all day. We are made to move. Um, whether, you know, it's whether you go for a long walk, um, whether you're doing short bursts of walking throughout the day, sometimes we don't have the time to take an hour long walk. So break that up into two to three chunks and see if you can do that throughout the day. Um, or, you know, strength training, or for if you're me, a very, very slow jog, um, just moving your body throughout the day. I have, um, and there are, there are tools that you can use to track that and make sure that you are. Um, I, I have a Fitbit, um, that tells me every, I think for nine hours out of, yeah, it's about nine hours out of the day. I have to take 250 steps or my, um, each hour or my phone or my watch will ding at me which is just that reminder to get up and move my body. You know, I meet with clients one-on-one -on -one over Zoom meetings all day long and I sit down quite a bit too. So I really have to be intentional about that daily movement. But that is so incredibly important to our mental health and our physical health. We are not meant to sit down all day. Um, and then the last practical tip and I know that there are more, but my last practical tip for today is um, hydration. So do not underestimate the power of hydration. Um, dehydration, even mild dehydration can cause low energy and fatigue, which again, kind of just that low energy and fatigue. I do not have the, the, the wherewithal to parent well when I'm tired and I don't think anybody really does. Um, but also, you know, going back to those days where I was sleeping in the afternoons, I think I was also chronically dehydrated too. Um, and I mildly, but dehydrated because once, and 
once I started bringing in adequate amounts of water to my diet, along with maybe a little bit of sea salt to help me absorb that water better. I love trace mineral drops um, for uh, for adding minerals to the water too. Um, I feel like that also helped with my energy a ton. I mean, it was kind of it was kind of a lot of things, but um, but I I do know that not drinking enough water. Um, that can make huge difference in just how you feel overall. I feel a little draggy, like I'm just dragging when I'm not drinking enough water. Um, so make sure that you're drinking water and, you know, use again, use those tools that we have. We live in a time where we have, I have a watch that will tell me if I'm not moving my body enough, you can set reminders to drink eight ounces of water on your phone once every couple of hours so that you can get in a good amount of water. Um, throughout the day. So use what you have, um, but don't underestimate the power of hydration. So incredibly important to your overall health. So those are some of my tips for today. Um, and we've all heard the saying, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. And this is maybe, maybe that's what I should name this episode actually, because that is so true. Um, as moms, we've really set the tone for the home. And I know that that feels like a lot of pressure. Believe me, I know. I'm a mom of three. I, I, it feels like a lot of pressure that I need to be happy so that everybody else is happy. But the reality is, it's much more complicated than that. I am not responsible for anybody's happiness, but I sure can ruin the mood of the house pretty quickly when I'm not taking care of myself and I'm tired and overwhelmed and cranky. So what happens when moms are at peace? The house is more peaceful. When we make, and notice I said make, not take, um, when we make the time to take care of ourselves, everyone benefits. Making sure that we're taking the time to do things that bring us peace and taking care of our health is one way that you can affect the overall atmosphere of the home. We have time and patience to check in with our family members, and we can look for ways to bless them when we put on our oxygen mask first. It's not selfish, it's essential. So as we conclude, be sure to tune in for more episodes. We'll be discussing all things family health from nutrition and lifestyle to holistic and spiritual health as well. So thanks for tuning in to the very first episode um, and be sure to share this podcast with fellow moms. Um, and also you can connect with me on social media at Jenna Huff NTP. Um, but before we say goodbye, I just want to leave you with a reminder that you as a mom are incredible. Embrace the journey of self-care and holistic living with open arms, knowing that by nurturing your own well-being, you're creating a ripple effect in your home. You're cr creating a ripple effect of love and happiness in your home. And it's not about perfection. It's about progress. Every small step that you take towards a healthier, happier you is a victory that is worth celebrating. So be kind to yourself, give yourself grace, and find joy in the little moments that make motherhood so, motherhood so special because it is so special. And we want to be here for it. We want to show up for it. We want to feel good for it. So let's just continue to support and lift each other up in this community of healthy mom, happy home. You are not alone in this journey. We're here to cheer you on, inspire you, and share the joys and challenges of motherhood. So thank you so much for being a part of our very first episode. Don't forget to subscribe um, so that you won't miss out on the incredible guests and valuable insights that are coming your way in future episodes. 
As you go about your day, remember that your well-being matters and taking care of yourself is a beautiful gift that you give not only to yourself, but to your entire family. So keep shining brightly, mom, because when you're happy and healthy, your home truly becomes a haven of love and laughter. Until next time, take a moment for yourself, breathe and smile because you're doing an amazing job. Keep spreading love and remember that you are cherished and appreciated. This is Jenna signing off from Healthy Mom Happy Home Podcast, wishing you a day filled with love, laughter, and boundless happiness.